0: interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
1: Sorry about that. I'm actually uh, not drinking beer today. I'm drinking uh, a big cup of coffee. I am uh, on the upswing of a, of a pretty gnarly hangover, but I'm feeling okay. Uh, as you can tell, it's uh, it's good old Uncle Trav in here today. Uh, there's no Nathan. Um or uh quarantining, right? Uh but going back and listening to old episodes, uh well, <laughs> I came across this and I thought we should probably address it. If you're in, you know what, if you're in a time machine in, in 1785 and you're using us to fill time between traveling from Good for you, you. Thank you. Uh, Frank, thank you. I appreciate it. I, you do not know how much I appreciate it. Can you stop in stop into the studio real quick and just uh, let us know how things are going. How <laughs> 20 look <clears throat> we're back 20 2020 does not go well so <laughs> canned foods and bottled water now go 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 usually it's the simpsons that predict the future But uh, we had our day. We had our our moment in the sun. Uh, The sun does shine on a dog's ass some days. So I hope you guys are enjoying uh, the current Pick 6 season. I would love to tell you when... uh, Well, we've got several episodes left. I think four. Fuck. I'm sorry, you guys. Hang on a second. I didn't turn my phone off. Hang on one second. Hello. Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, dude. I'm uh, doing a little, like... You sent me that clip of the uh, the time travel thing, and I was just doing a little mini episode to, to uh, put out for the folks uh, that are quarantined. Uh,
0: by, by yourself?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean.
0: What the fuck, man? It's, it's six-pack six pack, six pack double feature, not uh, single feature.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true.
0: <laughs> six-pack. Six. Well, well, lo and behold, in case you were wondering, I was sitting here just prepared, thinking that I might call you thinking you were doing this like we didn't script this out beforehand
1: (laughs) hang on what's that you want to do an episode
0: yeah I I got some I got some stuff I got some quarantine lists here to do six pack double feature presents pick six where the guys round out a top five list with one extra horror sci-fi crappy sequels all the titles you know and love plus beer tell us your picks guys
1: uh quarantine list okay this is my pick
0: six quarantine list hold on a second here see if you can get this
1: did you break someone's arm?
0: Uh, no, but that's uh, that's a Narragansett right
1: there. Oh, hey neighbor, have a gansett.
0: Yeah, the official
1: beer of Six Pack Double Feature. Yeah, it's delicious. I've called uh, I've called mine the uh, Pick Six Whoopi, We're all gonna die edition.
0: <laughs> Whoopie, we're all gonna die.
1: It's from a country Joe and the Fish song.
0: Yeah, I'm going to whoopee, die. Whoopi, we're right. all gonna die. Whoopie, we're all uh, gonna die. <laughs> I, I kind of have some some virus movies that I can gladly share, but they're not all going to be that, because, uh, sure. number one, I haven't seen a lot, and what I have seen, some are good, some are not, and some I wouldn't recommend. Um, um,
1: same, what I did here was, I just did, I basically did movies that are similar in theme to like a virus movie, or an outbreak, or something, uh, and then just shit that I've been watching, because... I you know who can watch that many like quarantine
0: movies. Look, I, I have I have about four that are easily just virusy outbreak pet movies, um, and then I have a couple of hey if you want to escape some you know yeah sometimes you just don't want to don't want to deal with the news since uh, every news story starts with coronavirus or COVID nineteen update who was
1: the guy on uh, he was on arrested development but he was a local socal news guy and he would always go the coronavirus what that means for your weekend coming up next
0: yeah he was like who is the fox channel news guy i can't okay. remember his name he was a local <laughs> la guy yeah
1: made me think of him i think his last name is beard
0: <laughs> it may be it's john beard that's long long. his name <laughs> yeah john um beard. all right it's well, been way way too long since i lived out there to remember if he even still is a news anchor out there i know this this uh, my lists are going to be super easy for you because i don't have any clips today
1: yeah so. <laughs> i don't I, I don't either uh all right what's your what's your number six
0: well my my number six rather than going right into the straight up super depressing um hey how can i how can I be a good American in watch a movie to help me understand the reality that's going on around me and watch a contagion again? Cause I watched that once and that was enough and I don't want to watch it again cause it scared the shit out of me. Sure. But my number six is actually world war Z. I haven't um, seen
1: it. Have yet.
0: you ever, did you ever see the movie or read the book?
1: I read the first one that Max Brooks wrote, uh, the zombies survival, oh, guide. survival guide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I still have it actually, but
0: Nowhere uh, does he seen, mention toilet
1: paper. Oddly enough,
0: <laughs> yeah, they never told us about toilet paper. Um, I've seen the film. I've read the book. I enjoyed both in completely separate ways. The movie is very different from the book. The book, it, the narrative varies completely um, from the movie because the book is kind of like a style of an oral history. In fact, I think it's called like World War Z and oral history. Um, where it collects first accounts of events that took place like 20 years ago. Oh, and yeah. so reading the book is like reading an alternate history novel. Okay, The movie That's basically cool. just tells kind of like the beginning of the epidemic, and it's followed by Brad Pitt's character, uh, Jerry Lane, who's a... Um, he's a former UN investigator, and so as Philadelphia is overrun by this onslaught of infected... They actually never call them zombies in the movie either, which I kind of like, because they're not... Um, but Jerry, um, is contacted by the UN and is allowed to have his family stay safe on an aircraft carrier out in the Atlantic ocean, uh, while he's deployed out to try and find out Mm -hmm. what's causing the outbreak and where the source came from. And it's still freaky, but I I enjoy it. It it was, it was much better than I was expecting it to be. And I had no idea how they were going to make the movie since the movie is so different from the book. But in some ways, it's a good thing because I think the movie would be very boring if they just went how, and told the story how the novel tells it.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number six uh, is not The Stand, uh, but it is another Stephen King adaptation, and uh, it's Maximum Overdrive.
0: Yeah, it's been so
1: long. Is Amelia The rest of On He is. It's like uh, they change it a little bit for the movie than it is from the short story, but... Uh, it just turns out to be like an alien invasion, and they the aliens have uh, infected all... Not infected, but they've taken over all mechanical devices, and it starts like... They start revolting against uh, <laughs> the humans. Um, That's
0: like this diner and gas station and stuff, Yeah, right? the
1: Dixie Pig. The the survivors of the Dixie Pig they are still survivors. Not the Dixie Pig. It's the... Uh, the Dixie Pig is from the Dark Tower, uh, which is a terrible Stephen King annotation. Uh, but... Uh, it's you know it's an invasion sort of survival siege kind of movie um okay there's guns and sex and uh, fried eggs and survivors
0: uh, <laughs> it's and it's like a uh, doesn't like a soda machine attack <laughs> yeah shoot out sodas out of the vending machine it's or at something? the be-
1: it's at the beginning during the um, like hey what the hell's going on and it's just it's a bunch of like machine kill porn kind of stuff it's like how can how can we make these machines kill people and Funny ways, and the, the the baseball coach goes to get the kids sodas, and it's like, well, you're gonna buy thirty fucking sodas out of the, whatever. This just an excuse to get him over to the soda machine, and it just starts like fast pitching sodas out, and it knocks, it shoots one, it, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, shoots him in the,
1: shoots him in the crotch or something, and it drops him down to his knees, and then it shoots him in the head, and it leaves that circular. Uh, imprint of the bottom of a soda can in his forehead. And I'm not kidding you, every time, every time I touch a soda can or a beer can, I think of that scene. So, that's a uh, little, little peek into Uncle Trab's brain, kids.
0: Didn't, uh, what the fuck's going on in that one that I was like, Didn't he direct
1: that? He did, it's his only director uh, directorial okay. effort. I think it's a great movie. I like, get shit on all the time. Like, but. It's like
0: mid-80s, right? Yeah, 1987.
1: Okay. And if you guys are curious, I am currently drinking coffee because I... Uh, I stayed up really late last night. Uh,
0: Not drinking coffee?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> maximum overdrive is my number six. What's your number five?
0: I'm wondering if we're going to cross streams at all with these, but my number five is 28 days later. Didn't pick it. Okay. Um, Killian Murphy plays Jim, who wakes up in a hospital bed and comes to discover that the entire world has gone to shit. Now, the next slide I wrote down here, so I'm pretty sure that Robert Kirkman may have stole this idea of, uh, for his comic book series, which eventually got turned into a TV series called The Walking Dead. That seems familiar. Um, 28 Days Later did it first.
1: Was the guy in a, a coma in Walking Dead?
0: But, but you find out what happens to him before it happens. It's like there's some accident or he gets shot, but when he wakes up, the world has also gone
1: to shit. Okay, I, I literally—I think I've seen one episode of The Walking Dead. I didn't—I don't care um, for it. I didn't care for it. And
0: uh, I enjoyed the first season or two, but um, I haven't watched it since maybe season three. We had literally uh,
1: just finished watching Lost, like Lost had gone off the air, like that earlier that year, like two or three months, and The Walking right? Dead was coming out. Like it started in the summer or late summer, and. uh I sat down to watch it, and I was like, I, it's, "It's too soon." It's like too soon after a breakup. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not ready to date yet. I'm not. I'm not ready for a new show yet. I'm still. I, I still miss Lost.
0: And I liked it. It was different. Frank Darabont was the showrunner for the first and season. He's great, All six yeah. episodes, and then he yeah. got fired off of it. He um, But... 28 days later is not a zombie movie. This is an infected movie. It's a great movie. And a movie lot of people that, that got movie. pissed off about 28 days later, well, zombies don't want this. isn't a zombie not movie. Fucking zombie. Maybe a horror movie, and there may be similarities between the two. Wouldn't it be great uh, if all the,
1: all the infected of with the rage virus, they were just running to their local corner store to get toilet paper, and that's all they were. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that would be funny. I can't believe no but, one has yeah.
1: photoshopped that into their hands yet. Toilet paper. <laughs>
0: Um. Doesn't it happen with like it's monkey or some type of can't remember um, some type of chimpanzee or monkey and it's, it, the outbreak happens because I, I thought it was a um like a free uh, some type of uh, not civil rights group but some type of animal rights group was trying to possibly free uh, the very tested possibly, monkeys or something yeah, like that and that's possibly. how the virus got out
1: yeah. Very possibly.
0: Um, but it's, it's a great film. It's super intense with Danny Boyle behind the camera pretty much at his low-budget best. It's got that really like grainy look and yeah. feel because they sh- they shot it on like old-school digital camcorders. Sweet. And so it just has a different It has look a found-footage feel but it's thing. not
1: it's not a shitty found-footage movie.
0: Right. It does kind of have that. It's like it's like, hey, guess what? What we're going to shoot this all digital? Really? Uh, I don't think we're there yet, technology-wise. Well, this is not. This is going to be low budget, you know. Cause <laughs>
1: um, so uh, my favorite. Said, my favorite shot yeah, in crazy. that is when. Uh, uh, his I can't remember the character's name. Um, Cillian Murphy. What's his character's name? Jim. Jim. The only
0: thing I remember. Uh,
1: I, he's walking across the london bridge and it's just there's nobody there it's desolate and uh what's it's probably not very dis- not terribly dissimilar looking right now but it's uh oh yeah it's, it's creepy he's just like he's kind of doing the vincent vega look like, yeah, where the fuck is everybody it's just a it's a creepy shot and it's really uh really striking That's yeah, a good picture. it's got
0: um yeah um uh, it's got uh, i can't remember the actress's name um but the the lead female yeah. uh, character is actually the one who plays uh, the new Money Penny in the new James Bond oh, series with Daniel Craig. So, but yeah, it's it was funny that I, I always I always my favorite scene is when they go into the grocery store and and it's just a free for all and it's super happy music that they're playing yeah. and then they go down the produce aisle and everything is just rotted out except like one bin of apples and. Um, uh, I think it's a Gleason. I can't think of his uh, full name right now, but he's like irradiated, you know? <laughs> and he picks up and they grab all the apples because everything <laughs> hadn't been treated. And so it all started to rot. But hey, there's a little more fresh produce left.
1: <laughs> so uh, that's your number five. My number five is uh, I cheated. Uh, I did not put Tiger King, but it is a TV show. Uh, and it's The Wire.
0: Um. <laughs> I almost thought about doing that, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to put that in here. We... Even though I'm going through it right now, and we're in the middle of season three right now. We're
1: like six episodes ahead of us, because we just started season three last night, so... We've been going back through the wire anyway, and we we bounce so to kind of cheat. This is a number. My number five is it's the wire, but it's a it's a popcorn because some nights we watch the wire, some nights we watch Supermarket Sweep, and uh, I nights, that too. And other nights we watch uh, that show Tiger King. It's just what mood we're in. Do you want to like
0: I've,
1: Drug Bus? I've only
0: watched again? or I've only watched one episode of Tiger King so far, and um, I was like, "Who wants to do the next one?" And everybody's like, "I do, but not yet." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> it's, uh, so I have a feeling it's, it's It only gets better. I've been told. Yeah,
1: it's uh, there's a lot of holy shit moments in that. It's fucking funny. Um, but if you guys haven't watched The Wire, it uh, we I I watched it, tried to watch it about five years ago and got away from it, and then uh, it came up in another podcast that I listened to, and I got back into it, and we finished it last year, and we're going back through it now, and it's just. It, it doesn't have, well, they weren't big names at the time, but it doesn't have any big
0: names. It no, but you've seen, like, the running joke in my household right now for the past five or six years was I would point out someone that we're watching, and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I know that somebody, and then I would look it up. And then eventually, because you know who I know that is? You know where I know them from? And Lisa would go, The Wire? Is that? Because there's so many faces yeah. that you've watched in other TV shows and movies that have all been in nobody
1: nobody's over the top nobody's like you know it's not like a runaway there's I can't remember. You know how Dennis Franz kind of took over whatever that show was NYPD blue or whatever. Yeah. And it became, or uh, how what's his balls with the sunglasses from CSI Miami, his whatever show he was on, (laughs) he kind of took over and it became about him. That's not like the wire. Isn't that way. It's, it's very character centric, but it's, it's, it doesn't focus too much on one character. It's really well balanced. The writing is really good. It doesn't bash you over the head with stuff. And like I've, this is like I said, our second pass through it, and I really, truly realized this time what a bastard Idris Elba's character is. Oh yeah, but you still fucking love Stringer Bell, like yeah, he's, he's doing, cool. Yeah, it's he's, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> what we were ta- what we were talking about it last night? I was I said to Jamie, uh, I was like, he's doing like he's doing this nefarious thing, he's doing this nefarious thing, and he's doing this, and he's all behind the scenes, and like he's a fucking bastard. And she goes. Yeah, but he's sexy as hell. And I was like, sure. But, like, that's just, that's a testament to the writing and how he is as an actor. Like, he's just, you just like his character, even though he's, like, the worst fucking person in the show.
0: Yeah, he is the worst character. He is the worst character. And, um,. What's really interesting with The Wire, is kind of like with The Godfather, and a lot of people have explained it's like a visual novel, because there's so many characters. Yeah, yeah. No one gets too much screen time, but they're so, all the characters are so well-developed. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So if you guys haven't seen The Wire, you got, uh, it's on Amazon, streaming on Amazon right now, five seasons. Uh, It has like
0: 60 episodes. It's good.
1: Something like that. Yeah, and it's, I think it went off in what, oh. Seven. So it's Oh,
0: it was like I think oh eight. It it's was, funny to
1: see him like the second oh. epi- the second season when they start to get up on the wiretap on the dock workers and the one guy goes, Yeah, I heard about this text messaging. My grandkids are all over it and I was like, Ooh yeah. text messaging on the flip phones. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Lisa was like, Yeah, oh, that's so funny. You're kinda of hearing it like in the early two thousands that these things like the the like the flip phones are called burners. Yeah. And not it? realizing that that's kind of—I don't know if that's where it came from—but you just that that vernacular and that wording was just starting to be used once they were getting away from the whole pagers and and uh, payphones.
1: So uh, a mix of TV, but uh, mainly The Wire. That's my number five. What's your number four?
0: My number four is the stand <laughs> because m-o-o-n that spells quarantine
1: <laughs> i want to check that math again
0: uh yeah uh this was my curveball um it's not yeah it's not actually a movie and this, this is just going to be like there's no fair game with this but um we talked about it a couple of years ago, I think, when we did like a pick apocalypse and a post apocalyptic movie.
1: Yeah, I think we did. Um,
0: it's just it's a great adaptation of his book, which I've also read. And oh,
1: you've read The Stand. Uh,
0: whenever okay. I think about a world destroying virus, th- I think of The Stand before I think of it, anything else.
1: Absolutely, Captain Trips.
0: Um, I probably watched it at least three or four times through. It came out, I think, in ninety um, yeah, four. It's about. Yes. I think it's about. Six hours long on without any commercials. Yeah, and uh, and I'll probably at some point get it on Blu-ray here because I don't have a copy of it anymore.
1: I've got uh, it. I've got it on DVD. It's probably, yeah. it's probably on Amazon. You know, uh, I'm not. I read a ton of Stephen King stuff. Uh, read enough, but uh, it is related to The Dark Tower, The Stand. Did you know that?
0: Yes, I like how those are. Yeah, Kind of intertwined. Not, and again,
1: not The Dark Tower. The garbage movie that came out a few years back uh, but just the, the novel series uh, the the man in black from the dark tower is Randall Flagg from The Stand I think I may have said that last time we talked about it but uh, I remember when that came out my mom had just I think she had just gotten into the Stephen King like library club or whatever like you pay whatever the fee is and then you get one of his books every month or something like that Right. and she had read The Stand and was eager to see how it played out on TV and was pretty Pretty happy about it. Pretty happy
0: with yeah. it, I guess. They yeah, there were there were a fair amount of characters that they could not include, but it's not that big a deal. They still had a ton of characters sure. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And they developed them pretty well for the, the mini series. And but what, what I find funny now, it's like one of my favorite like post uh not post but coronavirus posts that are that, that were going around maybe a couple of weeks ago is um, that Stephen King had posted on Twitter. says, no, coronavirus is not like the stand. It's not anywhere near as serious. It's, it's eminently survivable. Keep calm and take all reasonable precautions. And then some clapping moron replied to his post and said, and how the hell would you know? Did you even read that book? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's fucking great. I wrote
1: it. <laughs> I would man, if I knew Stephen King, I would print that out and frame it and send it to him.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. So that is my that is my number 4.
1: My number 4 is a part 4. It is Friday the 13th part 4, the final chapter.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. This movie is fucking terrible. Um, they were trying to start a story arc. Uh with this movie and calling right. it the final chapter, it's it confuses the hell out of people. You have to really love the Friday the Thirteenth franchise because they they drop the ball. It's it's, it's like being a a, a Cowboys fan. Right. Uh, they just they they fumble and and drop shit so often and fuck up and stub their dick and try to restart. And they tried to, like what they tried to do here was have a story arc with Corey Feldman's character where he kills Jason at the end and then uh um uh, the evil gets passed into him. Uh but then uh Spielberg said, Hey, how about you do the Goonies? and he went, Oh yeah, fuck you, Jason, uh and he and he bailed. So it kinda <laughs> it kinda derailed. I don't blame him. <laughs> and they, sure, sure. And they would change but... directors every time and this it's it's a fascinating franchise in that I heard it described as like they literally do the same thing i mean they literally do the same thing every movie but they're literally they never change direction they never do anything different they're always at the camp there's only one that has kids in it uh and that's part f- six I believe uh I know he doesn't kill any kids it's uh yeah Feldman is it's just i don't know if you i mean I love it, but it's also a terrible movie and uh
0: and for those that know Travis, that's not uh, uncommon.
1: Did I love a terrible it's movie? a terrible movie, yeah. and I
0: love
1: it. <laughs> uh, not a lot to say about uh, the final chapter. But don't
0: share any of your movies that you think may or may not be terrible because I won't want to watch them, and then they're just terrible on both levels, <laughs> and I won't love it.
1: True. <laughs> so uh, Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. I think that's the one with Crispin Glover in it. I watched it just like two weeks ago, but I was pretty loaded.
0: Uh, so number four is number four
1: correct yeah uh what's your number three
0: my number three is um i said there would be a curveball or a knuckleball this one's the knuckleball uh mine is if you have a playstation 3 or a playstation 4 i would highly recommend uh finding and buying if you haven't already the video game the last of us okay um what what better way what better way to uh Kill some time stuck in self-quarantine by playing a game going across the country after a terrible virus outbreak has destroyed most of the world. You play this character named Joel, and after you witness firsthand the death of her young daughter during the initial outbreak while he's in Texas, the story then fast-forwards 20 years later, and now the virus has pretty much decimated most of civilization. What hasn't been killed has turned these um uh, humans into different stages of the infected where uh eventually you turn into this giant blob looking thing. But either way, it's just you the game then starts with you in Boston and you're in the quarantine zone and you have to escort this girl from Boston to Colorado because she may actually have the answer uh or be the answer to a possible uh, cure.
1: you've been playing that for a and while you've had that for
0: a couple of years. I've haven't. played this game is so good that I've played it all the way through twice oh, and wow. for me who is not a huge video game person to play a game all the way through two different times and I just started it again not too long ago when I got uh, a PS4 um, this past December but I haven't picked it up yet but I probably will hear very soon. It's just very <laughs> engrossing. The narrative is is very much like you're you're in a movie. The story is just that good. Okay. Um so for uh, it's that good that that the score itself I actually found and purchased on Um, digital or or no I found the the CD of it it's just it's really good it's that absorbing and and it pulls you in Um, it's just a really good survival story that you have to deal with either the shitty humans kind of like in a zombie movie where anybody who's still alive that isn't undead is probably not your friend right 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 and so what's it called Uh, It is called The
1: Last of Us. The Last of Us. Okay, and
0: it came out on the PS3, and then they remastered it and put it out on the PS4. And uh, And you can usually get the game for fifteen to twenty bucks. If that.
1: All apologies for my phone sounds. It's gonna. I I don't know how to turn off alerts. So if I get a text message or whatever. Uh, sorry. (laughs) Also, (laughs) uh, truth be told, gang, I'm not going to do a ton of editing on this. I kind of wanted it to just sound like. Uh, A phone conversation between Nathan and me So I might not even do any editing We'll see how I feel like I mean, I've got time, but (laughs) also I
0: have time Not that much time, but I have time
1: So The Last of Us, the video game for uh, PlayStation 3 And above, that's your number three? Three My number three uh, is a late entry that I actually just put in last night Um, I forget what I bumped out of there Um, And I don't want to look up to tell you what I bumped out of there But it's... uh, 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 star Trek first contact. Um, I was going to sit down last night and watch another episode of Picard. Um, which I just started a, a week or so ago, but I am not totally in love with Picard yet. The, the show. Um, uh-huh. but I want to watch it anyway. Um, I was going to watch it last night and I was like, you know what you're going to do. You're going to do what you did last time. You're going to turn on this new episode or this new an episode of this new show. And you're going to fall asleep and you're going to wake up with five episodes in and you're going to know, you know, you're gonna wake up on the couch at three in the morning. You have to rewind it. So, if you're just gonna sit here and watch a Star Trek, put on one you know and you haven't seen it in a while. So it's First Contact. It's the first uh, standalone Star Trek: The Next Generation movie, and it's actually, in my opinion, it's the best. Um, it's
0: good. I really like First Contact. And I wasn't a New Generation or not much of a Star Trek person growing up, but I thought the whole Borg thing is just that's a that's a good villain for. A movie you know? yeah
1: in my opinion they they got they they did kind of with uh, first contact what the original series did with Khan they brought back the biggest villain the most intriguing villain from their show the run of the show and did uh, a, a movie about it now they did they'd done a couple Borg episodes in you know they'd used the Borg quite a bit in in the in the series but they really use them really 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 well here um and it, it's really cool they have like it's a time travel movie too which i don't did we use it in time travel movies uh no okay um they literally they do not fuck around they go back in time almost it's the beginning of the movie and then uh they get to earth and then the story splits it's an a story and a b story and um it's, you know it's sort of an invasion it's sort of a you know i i took some liberties with this because i don't you know I went more Invasion movies. And,
0: and it's because it's, it's called First Contact because it goes back to the time where the there was first contact with an alien species on Earth, correct?
1: Correct. Um, the guy that invents Warp Drive, they go back in time to the... The Borg is going back in time to prevent first contact like from Hume,
0: Hume Cromwell, right?
1: Uh, James Cromwell.
0: James Cromwell, not Hume Yeah, sorry. he's yeah. really good.
1: Uh, yeah. As, as like the reluctant scientist and he wasn't doing it for the future or anything like that he was doing it for money so he didn't have a shitty post-apocalyptic life um but yeah if you're even if you're not like you said even if you're not a trekker uh you, you would probably dig it you don't have to know a ton uh, about the series but like some of the some of the stuff and some of the stories the little character interplay it helps if you know the next generation kind of how characters are and, and stuff but um,
0: yeah i was gonna say you don't have to because I wasn't familiar at all with Next Generation, and I was easily able to watch that and just understand what Star Trek is. Yeah, that it's just a really good movie. And they don't, they regardless. Don't, yeah,
1: they don't bog down too much in like nerddom. Uh, you know, you could take the Star Trekness out of it and just make a sci-fi movie about it and explain it enough, and boom, you have a really cool, a really cool movie. But um, yeah, Star Trek: First Contact. That's my number three. What's your number two? <laughs>
0: My number two starts with a number two and then goes to a number four. Okay. Um, and that is Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, <laughs> followed by The Search for Spock, followed by Part Four of The Voyage Home. That's I'm too like, funny. if you're looking to escape. If you're looking to escape for half a day, why not jump into the future a couple hundred years uh, <clears throat> and get with Admiral Kirk and follow their adventures with uh, Khan. You get to see Christopher Lloyd as a Klingon, and then you get to see what San Francisco looked back look like back in uh, the mid eighties, <laughs> ghetto blasters and all.
1: <laughs> Star Trek um, is, Star Trek Four is uh, everyone's. Well, actually, Star Trek Two is every is the best. It's everyone's favorite, but a lot of everyone people...
0: hates. A lot of people don't like Four. A lot of people who like Four aren't Trekkies usually. Yes, um, and I think the search for Spock is a little bit slow at times. And it's usually four that divides because it kind of felt like a cash grab. Hey, guess what? What? We're going to go to present day. Well, it's now not present day anymore. But we're going to no. go to present day, 85, 84, whatever, San Francisco.
1: No visual effects budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you didn't have the final film, you would never get to see Spock do a Vulcan neck pinch on a punk with a mohawk. Or you get to see Scotty speak into a mouse and address the computer as Computer... computer.
1: <laughs> Computer,
0: and that there in my opinion is worth the price of admission it's just it's kind of fun just watching the old, old school star trek cast at its best yeah that,
1: that's a good story arc that's a good trilogy. It's a good
0: story arc yeah uh
1: star trek 2 star trek 3 star trek 4
0: 4 yeah because and i think leonard nimoy directed three and four
1: <sighs> he did Three. I know Nicholas, three. Nicholas Meyer did two and four. Okay. I, I know if he did two. Wrong. I'm pretty sure he did four. I know. I know he did two. I know he did Wrath of Khan. So I'd have to. I'd have to walk out and k- pick up my Blu-ray collection and, and read it. And that's way in the other room. <laughs> um, as an added fuck you from the year 2020, uh, I came home yesterday uh, on the first actual. Kind of hot day of the year to find out our HVAC unit isn't working correctly. Uh, I, I don't think know. the capacitor is out. So uh,
0: yeah, it was Leonard anymore. that did four, by the way.
1: Was it? Did he do four? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll fuck myself.
0: And then he decided to go direct uh, three men and a little a baby. baby next.
1: A little baby. <laughs> okay, so that's your Man, number a two. Little baby. Uh, my number two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is stir crazy
0: because
1: uh, right now <laughs> everybody's fucking going I'm a little going stir crazy stir crazy. It's, I don't know where you guys are listening but up until, early, or up until a few days ago here in Nashville it was cold and rainy so you were you know you're inside and you can't go outside you know when you get bored you have to you, we were stuck inside now I, I've still been able to work because I don't come in contact with people uh, but it was pretty wretched outside and then it got it got nice i believe thursday and then friday yesterday was good and then today is is, is nice as well but um stir crazy you know they they get arrested for a crime they didn't commit and uh they, they get put in jail and <laughs> you know they go stir crazy and i actually have a clip
0: what are you doing i'm getting bad you better get bad jack because you ain't bad you're gonna get fucked you're bad they don't mess with you <laughs> yeah. hey home get down hey you a little too bad, ain't you? Yeah! Do some of these. Right on. Right on. Yeah! Yeah, alright, alright. That's right, that's right, we bad. uh uh-huh. uh-huh. That's right. We don't want no shit either. That's right. Darn right. We don't
1: want no shit. You understand? Uh, we don't take too much shit. Yeah. We take a little bit,
0: we don't take no much shit. Damn right. That's right. Slay no shit. No shit. That's right. No shit. No. I'm trying again. We don't take no shit. No <laughs> shit. No shit. Rick right. It's the classic Gene jumping those fat in uh, Silver Street. Yeah. Remember? Same thing. Yeah. He teaches him.
1: Yeah. He teaches him how to be like. Teaches them how to be bad, and then Gene Wilder is not bad at all.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Gene Wilder. <laughs> That's He's, probably their best pairing of all of their my, movies. That that's it, my it. favorite.
1: A lot of people like uh, Silver Streak better. It's a little grittier, um, but I went with a pun on the title, or the on the nose, I guess, title. Uh, of it. Silver
0: Streak is my favorite only because it's nostalgic and it was clean. So uh, being a kid, that was one of the few movies that Richard Pryor was in that I could see. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a PG movie, not an R. So. For me, it was Superman there's 3. That.
1: I was allowed to watch Superman 3 with Richard Pryor. In yeah,
0: it. that too. That one, Brewster's Millions, there's a couple other ones, but there's not a lot, but there's enough out there as well. The toy, yeah. I think, was PG. Yeah. But, yeah, seeing that and then knowing what his stand-up was like, when once you're <laughs> like teenager, the 20, and you, you hear it for the first time, you're like, holy shit. a... He's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, stir crazy is good because I haven't seen it in a while. i got to pop that in. Stuck inside. As a, I got that a couple years ago. Stuck
1: inside for some shit that you didn't cause, but you have to deal with it. So stir crazy. That's my number two. What's your number one?
0: Uh, <laughs> my number one is what better way to grasp how important it is for us to stay at home than to watch an account of our greatest generation go and fight for freedom. I put band of brothers as my number one. Okay. The 10 part miniseries on HBO.
1: Never saw that.
0: uh, Oh, it's so good. Um, the, the series dramatizes the history of the Easy Company, 2nd Battalion, 506th uh, Parachute Infantry, Infantry Regiment of the 101st Airborne Division. That is a mouthful.
1: It's, yeah, um, Jesus. That's, that's our tax dollars at work right there. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it basically follows in from jump training in the U.S. Um, through its participation in major actions in Europe up, into, up through the end of World War II. Um, the events are based on Ambrose's research and recorded interviews with Easy Company veterans. And while there are some sequences that can be just as intense as kind of watching, my like favorite Private Ryan, it really allows the viewers to dig in and invest in the characters.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. Not
0: every single episode is super heavy. A lot of them are because it's war and a lot of shit that was going on, you know, <laughs> in and France and Europe and, and Germany and all of that. It was, it was intense, but... It, it's a remarkable testament to the generation of citizen soldiers who pretty much responded uh, when called upon to save the world for democracy and then just quietly returned to build the nation that we now enjoy and uh, quite often take for granted. And so if I'm gonna sit here and have to sit on my couch and not go anywhere and not, I mean, there's not a lot to go to now, right now anyway, I can't yeah. go to a restaurant and sit down and eat. I can't go to a concert. I can't go to a ball game. I can't go and do a lot of these things right now anyway. But we, you know the best I can do is sit on my couch and watch T V while, you know, my grandparents went overseas and and fought for our freedom. You know. Sure. I'll take one for the team right now.
1: <laughs> You're a real patriot, Nathan.
0: I'm a super patriot.
1: (laughs) I am a super patriot. Hey, they're looking for a quarterback. (laughs) They're looking for a quarterback, so, you know. Um, Okay, so Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers is your number one. Uh, My number one is a a far less serious note, but it's the uh, 1991 uh, In My House classic, Madhouse, uh, starring John Larroquette and Kirstie Alley, uh, (laughs) where they end up.
0: um, They're crazy and madhouse number two and number one where they, they even if you don't describe what it's about it just it's a, a good way to okay that's funny through a
1: <laughs> through a series of fucked up fuck ups and mishaps they end up having a bunch of people basically take over their house and they just they kind of go nuts and kirstie alley's character is uh she's she's a personality on like a news program okay. you know, she's like the lighter side she's not an anchor she's like the lighter side kind of reporter she go like the Lady of the people, she goes, How do you handle stress? you know, and goes and like on the street interviews people. And uh she flips out once and they're like, Look, Jesse, you're on you're on thin ice or whatever. She's like, No, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it, I'm good. And then she's doing her thing and the news story is about like a fire at their house and she just has a complete meltdown on the air live on the air uh and runs out of the studio and goes and tries to live in the home cooking channel or the home cooking okay. show set so it's like three quarters of a kitchen and she's just in there uh it's funnier to me than it is you evidently
0: um, she's just trying,
1: I- she's trying to retreat into the safe the the antiseptic world of you know a cooking channel on television where it's safe and there's nothing nothing ever goes right. wrong and you know that's kind of what what's <laughs> what I'm doing anyway trying to do
0: <laughs> bury your head underneath. I think um I think you listed this as one of the, one of your favorite insults
1: Yes no sperm in its right mind would ever swim up your swim up your shriveled canal <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> Uh I don't know if it's on Amazon it's hard to find I had to get it with um I got it as like a double feature, oddly enough. With um, It's a Denzel Washington movie, uh, with, and um, I've never seen it. It's called Switch or Double. He switches personalities with a white guy or something. Wow. Uh, I don't remember. No. But it's it's kind of hard to find, but it's, it's a great, goofy little early, early 90s. Is there an ice cream truck in your neighborhood?
0: No, you're probably hearing wind chimes out on the back porch.
1: That's, that must be what it is. Um, but anyway, Madhouse, uh, that's my number one.
0: Um, um, well, whenever we see each other again, I'll, maybe I'll borrow from you in a few months or a year from now. Who yes. Knows.
1: <laughs> Man, I don't know. That's going to. What are we going to do?
0: I don't know. You have a couple. You have at least three of my movies that are in our, our season four the we're to do. You may have to mail back <laughs> to me once you watch them.
1: <laughs> I need to watch Get Out, too. I haven't watched <laughs>
0: that yet. Oh, man.
1: Oh, man. Fuck it. Um, let's do a few more. <laughs> it's, okay. our, it's our show. What? We got nothing but time.
0: Oh, okay. So the coronavirus uh we get the Corona extra edition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. A couple extra, a couple, uh, Corona a couple
0: extra, extra Corona extras. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, lo and behold, I do have a couple more that I could recommend. And these are just, uh, if you want to dive into something, that's just going to, you know, take up most of a weekend okay. or you have a couple of long days, you don't have anything going on. Uh, my first, Extra recommendation would be the two season show that aired in the early two thousands on Showtime called Dead Like Me.
1: Oh, Dead Like Me is a great show. We just finished watching that last year. We went back through it.
0: It is currently available to watch on Amazon Prime. Anybody yep. who's listening, who has uh, the ability to watch anything on Amazon Prime, you can stream it right now. Um, it's a very it's a it's an unknown. Um, hidden gem that kind of disappeared as quickly as it arrived. Um, It follows Georgia Lacks, who's a young college dropout, who after being struck down and killed by a toilet seat that was re-entering the atmosphere from the space station, (laughs) (laughs) she's recruited to become a Grim Reaper. Um, It's just a darkly twisted comedy from the early 2000s that just knows how to scratch that itch when you're wanting something kind of sort of fucked up and twisted
1: but A little funny quirky, little, funny, and, little yeah
0: wildly cre- with wildly creative depth scenes
1: yeah <laughs> you um, know the guy that did that show he did um, he did the NBC show Hannibal it's the same guy same show runner
0: Oh really okay yeah. I didn't know that I didn't yeah. know that
1: which I did not like that show Hannibal it's
0: it's 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 dark it's
1: I, the darkness does
0: it <laughs> Is it because you're you're too familiar with the books?
1: Yeah, and it, kind of Well, and it's like there's a new serial killer every week. It just fell into that.
0: Yeah, story. that felt like it was too like there's not that many serial killers anymore. Yeah, but, and it cheapened that the are all being found at one every episode.
1: Yeah, and he it, it cheapened the it just it cheapened it. Maybe I should go maybe I could go back and watch it and maybe I'd like it, but I don't know. The Actually, the girl that the played the girl that played Georgia uh in Dead Like Me is in an episode of Hannibal. Oh, is she? She's I didn't know that. And uh, she plays the girl that has face blindness. She actually sees Hannibal kill someone in a hospital. Um, so yeah, she's. In I, an that
0: seems that. vaguely familiar. Maybe I have seen that episode. It's just I didn't realize it. So my so I probably went. She looks familiar. <laughs>
1: How ironic. My Corona Extra, my first uh, Corona Extra is a prime example of why you follow the fucking protocols, okay? When you don't follow the fucking protocols, you end up with an entire planet full of xenomorphs. I know
0: what
1: it is. Is it alien? Aliens. 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 Okay. Because they didn't follow the fucking protocols. In the first movie. (laughs) Correct. And now the whole fucking planet is overrun by xenomorphs. That's what's gonna happen, kids. Stay the fucking doors. No, I talk about I talk about Alien Three and I talk about Alien a lot, and I don't ever give Aliens enough love.
0: Not separated, fucking divorce.
1: <laughs> it's uh, I think we talked about it recently. I don't know if this episode is aired yet or not because we record wildly out of order. But Aliens just takes the world that Ridley Scott built with the first one and just fucking magnifies it, explodes it, you know, makes it, this is how big this is, this is how big this universe is, and this is how widespread this problem is now, you know, um, th- these things have taken over. And I'm not trying to say. Probably,
0: that. it's definitely one of my favorite James Cameron movies. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That and Terminator.
0: Did Cameron do, p- I even thought, I even thought about putting, I don't know if I thought about putting aliens on here. But I was thinking about it the other day. But yeah, it's such a good movie. Oh,
1: did, Cameron do, just, did Cameron do T2 as well? Yes. Okay. He
0: did the first two. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's really the only Terminator ones he was involved with.
1: I haven't seen the newest Terminator, but I really liked uh, Genesis.
0: I like Genesis. Dark Fate is actually pretty good in its own right. It's just different. But a lot of people like Dark Fate. It just failed miserably at the box office last year.
1: If it's Empire, uh, I might give that a watch too
0: yeah so yeah if you have the opportunity to watch that that's good but yeah Aliens is is not following protocol in the first movie and they have completely taken over and thanks to the corporations because we've got to get the economy going we don't need people to survive to make the economy go later we just need the economy to go now
1: exactly <laughs> uh, alright <laughs> so that Aliens that's my Corona extra First Corona Extra. What's your second?
0: Uh, my second uh, is Firefly. Yeah, I don't think it's streaming anywhere, but you can buy it for about twelve dollars. The entire series. Okay. Um, if you've ever wanted to know what a Western was like in space, well, look no further than Just Whedon's critically acclaimed yet short-lived failed television series on Fox from the early two thousands as well. You can spend the better part of a weekend or at least a day wandering the many compartments of serenity and falling in love with all of its wonderful passengers. And you can even take the time and watch the movie, which is just as good and gives some resolution. By the way, if you're interested in dead like me, don't watch the movie that came out after
1: it. Yeah, don't correct. it's, It's called dead like me life after death. And it's terrible.
0: It's terrible. Um, but with firefly, just be prepared to be upset And to know that by the time you're about three episodes in, you're starting to get really invested in these characters that you know that there is a limited time that you have with them and to enjoy them while you can, because you'll then realize that it's, what is it? Just always remember that the joy is in the journey, not in the destination. Oh yeah. And this is a really fun journey. It's not for everybody. Some people think it's a little cheesy. It's Joss Whedon. He did Buffett's Vampire Slayer and Angels. So, you know, take that into account. Right, right. But it's not as cheesy as those shows. It's different. Okay. But some people like it, some people don't. But it's a good sci fi space western in in many ways. And it's fun and it's enjoyable. And it's just sad that it was the show that kind of put him on his tailspin of no longer having any shows because Fox rarely ever has enough faith. Don't. They cancel shit uh, Yeah, they cancel shit real quick. And so they just went, you know what? What? Well, guess what? We're just gonna... It's not doing well. So we're just gonna cancel it. We're not even gonna give it a full season. Oh. Okay. Screw you. Yeah, so it's good.
1: My second Corona Extra pick... Is uh, Jaws
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay Close the that's fucking good. beach fucking Oh man. have you seen the, the meme Going around that's, today That's what made me pick it Yeah, I'm pleased and happy to report That the so called coronavirus Is completely under control As you can see it's a beautiful day <laughs> The beaches are open And people are having a wonderful time
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that when the big virus Jumps up out of the ocean And takes that little Kentner boy down <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it should have
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna stand here and have you <laughs> cut that virus open and have that cat boy spill out all over the dock <laughs> that yeah, that's what made me think of it. I mean it's nothing other than like thanks Mayor Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw a meme. We're not we're not getting political by any means, but I saw a meme where someone had taken Joe uh, Joe Exotic's face and superimposed it over Donald Trump's head, so it looks like Joe Exotic has this big tuft of hair and he's got his uh, the earrings and shit in. Uh, everybody at home, man, making memes and shit. It's wacky. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to talk too much about Jaws because Jaws is going to come up in season four. Uh, when we
0: record it next year. Whenever we're able to <laughs> record it, yeah. Yeah, our actual, just so people are aware, our actual, like, uh, full-length episodes, we've recorded two episodes of a 10-episode season for season four. And then all of this shit hit a fan. And so oh, it may delay our season. We don't know yet. The stuff you're hearing right now is stuff we recorded months ago.
1: Except for this Or episode.
0: earlier last year. <laughs> Um, uh, some other stuff that we may drop during the summer Are other episodes that we recorded late uh, last year as well We may drop a pick six right around Memorial Day uh, Regarding war movies That might happen <laughs>
1: I think, yeah, I don't know uh, We we just don't know, gang, what's, what's happening So we may end up just dumping Not dumping uh, We may just end up dropping a bunch of content That in an order that we didn't have the intention of doing and you may get two episodes of a of a season and then we'll take a break and it'll mess with our uh, our programming i'm not sure i'm almost
0: we may not- figure out a way to socially distance record who knows i don't know yeah who knows it's um, not like we're that close to each other when we're recording but we're not six feet apart <laughs> no
1: that's true that's very true
0: I need to just, uh, just move my chair back. I'll sit next to the, the remains of Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Give me a little card table. I'll put my laptop on there, and we'll just move the mic over. Very possible. I'll record on the other end of the room. <laughs> I'll go in one entrance of the house <laughs> that you never use.
1: <laughs> the, so the front door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, that, that, that's it. That's the one. So yeah,
1: no. we've got four episodes left of Pick 6 correct
0: season three right
1: so that'll get us into that'll this will push us out another week so that'll get us into april or well almost into may and hopefully yeah almost into may and then hell by then we could air a couple more pick sixes if we wanted that we had in the can so it may just
0: you might do that who, who knows, knows? <laughs> who
1: knows gang so um well that wraps it gang uh I hope yeah. you guys are wash uh, your
0: hands <laughs> stay home while you can Stay home as long as you can. Outside of getting groceries and the things that you need,
1: don't sneeze in people's mouths. Don't
0: don't cough in people's faces.
1: Don't lick toilet. Keep your
0: distance right now. Um, it's it's a crazy time out there, and it's it's kind of scary. But we can get through this as long as people just uh, listen to the medical doctors. And I was going to say, do
1: not say listen to the government. Don't you're not going to say listen to the government, are you? <laughs> you saw what they tried to do to ET. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, everything be dressed up like M.E.T.,
1: exactly. And I said it. I said it in a post the other day, gang. We're we are making jokes about this because it's fucking funny. Uh, it's also it's not that it's funny, but you have to laugh at the absurdity of some of this shit. And yeah, it's not that we're it's not funny. taking it seriously. It's also fucking
0: scary. Yeah. So,
1: so don't take our humor as. Uh, uh, we're not. I, I hope you take yeah. our humor as funny. That's my intention. <laughs> but if you don't, don't take it as a insult or us being. Uh, well, that's also why
0: we don't just forward and, and and share memes all day and and things like that but every once in a while it's, it's good to know wash your hands like uh howard Hughes did <laughs> you with know go watch the aviator that's another good pick it is a good that's pick. a really good Martin for oh. safety movie and you can really know how to wash your hands well just don't wash them so hard that you cut them Bleed. with your fingernails that's bad also peeing in jars not that's so good. weird that's weird that's weird
1: um, all right, gang. We're going to get out of here. Uh, you guys, wash your hands. Stay safe uh, and stay off the of
0: second, rule. <laughs> Yeah, stay off the we'll all become. will we'll all become uh, um, whatever those things are.
1: Werewolves. You know,
0: werewolves. That's it. That's the word. God, I need to get out more. It's mm. <laughs> killing me. Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six-Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six-Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb.
1: Hey, home. Get down. Hey.